0: Hi, everyone. This is Alexis Brooks, host of Conscious Inquiry. You know, I um, just finished uh, producing uh, our most recent episode, uh, which I had the pleasure of doing with uh, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, a renowned paranormal researcher, author of, I believe, uh, close to 60 or more books on different aspects of the paranormal and the unusual, along with uh, my friend Sean Stone, Uh, of Buzzsaw. Sean is uh, an incredible researcher in his own right. Not uh, only does he cover um, alternative news subjects, real news that we can use, but he too is uh, one who has uh, delved quite deeply into the metaphysical universe, the multidimensional universe. So today, uh, we discussed um, a very, very, still to me, bizarre, mysterious, and as I've used the word way too many times now ubiquitous phenomenon of shadow people shadow being shadow entities uh rosemary uh calls them the djinn she happens to feel that there is a correlation between what are known uh, uh as shadow people and the djinn that being their characteristics this guys is a very very deep subject and so i thought i'd i, I thought um to add a little bit of commentary, what I call my conscious commentary after the show. I don't do it all the time. But uh, when the spirit moves me, uh, I I do like to uh, share a few thoughts with you. And so I thought this would be an occasion to do so. Some of you may know I've covered the subject of shadow beings, shadow Uh, entities uh, with Rosemary, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, quite a bit. Uh, It's a phenomenon, again, that is seemingly, Rosemary certainly feels that it's maybe one of the most, if not the most common paranormal phenomenon that's experienced uh, by the average person. Very interesting. And uh, in my research, uh, you know, I have just found countless numbers of people that have had these experiences described very similarly. And uh, invariably, the people that I'm uh, hearing these experiences from have never heard of the term shadow people. In fact, as I mentioned on the show, many people feel that they're the only ones having the experience themselves. They're going crazy, or they're seeing things. As a matter of fact, actually just talked to a next door neighbor was letting them know that I was uh, producing this particular episode. And he proceeded to tell me about what uh, he thought to be a shadow. He didn't describe it as a being per se, but some form of a shadow in the shape of a person that he would sometimes see in his bedroom. And of course, uh, like uh, many people do, we, we try to, uh, uh, explain the phenomenon away uh, not saying that's that's what he was doing he was certainly open to it um, but uh, you know we, we do tend to do that it, I mean it's such a it can be such a startling thing uh, particularly when we're uh, in our bed at night and wake up and, and find a being hovering over us or in our, our doorway which is how it's often described shadow beings uh, by no means are only seen um, in that uh, very uh, that nighttime scene in our bedroom, I've, I've heard people talk about seeing them in the backseat of their car or uh, around a corner outside somewhere. I mean, they're apparently uh, quite, uh, um, you know, they have the ability to to to, to appear anywhere. Uh, but, you know, here's here's one of the main reasons why I wanted to go ahead and do this uh, little commentary after the show. And that is to talk a little bit about What happened? We weren't just talking about the phenomenon of shadow people. It seemed like uh, they were in our company. We were in theirs at the same time. Uh, Look, this is something that uh, I suppose cannot be proven in terms of the technological uh, issues that we were having. And yet, Rosemary, who I happen to just completely respect in her pragmatism and going about such an elusive area of research as the paranormal. uh, She's very, very... um, uh cautious about making assessments of what this or that is but she made no bones about saying that she felt that the myriad of uh te- technological issues that we were having for this particular episode was due to the shadow uh people being present or these entities being present if you've heard the interview you, you heard um we had a little break in the action. <laughs> and, you know, in, in the world of uh, radio as well as TV, pre-recorded, these things happen. They happen when it's live. Thank goodness it wasn't live. But let me let me give you a little, little context for how it all started. It actually started before we went on air. Uh, I had planned on doing this interview with uh, both Sean and Rosemary, through our Skype connection, which has been nearly flawless, um, since I've been using it. Um, and he emailed me at the last minute and said, I don't know what's going on. I'm on, uh, one of my computers, but it's not letting me sign into Skype. This has never happened before. And so, um, I, I also want to apologize because he was on cell phone and clearly, um, uh, not as, um, coming through as clear as he could have been. It was a little bit muffled, in fact, but uh, we were determined to get this show on the road. And so uh, that's what we did. We're, we were able to hook up with Sean via his cell phone. So that was really the first thing that, that happened, little glitch. Of course, we didn't necessarily assign that to, oh, it's the shadow people, uh, you know, messing with technology. But as... Uh, The show progressed. We were probably about 25 or 30 or so minutes in when Rosemary just got disconnected, just dropped off. Now, again, we are talking about technology. These things happen all the time, don't they? Well, uh, so I I didn't get my feathers ruffled, and you know Sean. As soon as Rosemary dropped off the call, Sean was still there, and he made reference of the problems he was having getting started, uh, get calling in uh, via Skype, et, et cetera. And he was the first one to make reference to he wouldn't be surprised if this is uh, or was indeed the 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 gin, as we sort of use the names interchangeably in this particular episode, uh, causing a little problem. Well, in the midst of him telling me that, out of the blue, my mouse froze, wasn't able to move anything on the screen. That had never happened before. Well, as you if you tuned in, you probably know we were able to rehook up with Rosemary and she proceeded to tell the story of all the things that had gone on uh, that the, mysteriously the plug had just kind of been um, taken out of her computer. Uh, Skype wasn't appearing when she was able to get it back up and running. It was acting like it wasn't even on her computer. So it goes on and on. So here we go. Uh, it was a little creepy to me, <laughs> for sure. And yet, uh pertinent and i had actually asked before we went back on the air should we talk about this should we kind of fold this into the context of the conversation rosemary said absolutely let's do it sean was like let's do it so you got to hear the glitch and you know a possible uh reason that the glitch took place to begin with hmm don't want us talking about it eh i don't know well again um the questions exist in excess. And so does their presence, it appears. Have you had a shadow person visit or what we would describe as shadow people or shadow entity? You know, another thing that I find so interesting is I as I talk to people, um, you know, uh, lay people, essentially, that have had these experiences or, or somehow hear about them. And they're their tendency is to want to sort of uh, put another name on it. Is it a ghost? Is it a demon? Is it an E.T.? Is it this? Is it that? Uh, We've also talked about how in uh, the Islamic culture, uh, those many, if not all, who practice uh, uh, that faith are very well familiar with the jinn. In fact, there is no question in, in in their mind that these entities exist to the point where they feel that if there's another phenomenon going on that could, in fact, be uh, extraterrestrial or interdimensional or something else in origin or, uh, you know, spirit energy, it's always a jinn. So I just find it interesting how people um, have to have a, sort of a frame of reference, a bucket to put it in my sense is that, uh, you know, sometimes labels get us in trouble. And so as I as I continue to repeat the word shadow beings or shadow people, please know that I'm not married to labels in this matter. I think that uh, there probably is not, uh, you know, any one term or word in any language that would fully describe uh, the indescribable. And yet, they seem to have a uh, common appearance. I've heard variations of how they, uh, how they appear to people. But in this particular episode, we talked about um, what some people call the hat man, the hat man. Why is I don't know if I had the opportunity to ask this question on the air. But why is it that hats, particularly, you know, wide brimmed hats or what they call fedoras seem also to be so common, not only in these shadow being visits, but Let's talk about the men in black or um I'm trying to think of other uh entities that are that are portrayed often in movies. I don't know uh if, if you've seen the movie The Adjustment Bureau. I love that movie with Matt Damon. Um and the the Bureau, these uh sort of I don't know what type of entities you would call them, but this faction of, of beings who looked human that seemed to represent uh, a very mysterious, uh, again, part of our landscape, were wearing these hats. I wonder if they got that from that concept from the lore of the shadow being in the Men in Black. I don't know. So question about the hat thing. I don't know. Sean had some interesting perspectives about why the hat may be common. Uh, he mentioned protecting something about uh, protecting the crown chakra. The crown chakra being, of course, such uh, uh, the highest chakra uh, connected to to the spiritual realm, the other dimensions that that we are and uh, in, inextricably linked to, and that maybe they're in coming into this form and coming into this dimension, want to protect uh, that crown chakra. I, I thought that was a good theory. And Rosemary talked about um, them being shapeshifters and their true form, obviously not being a humanoid form, but a form that uh, perhaps would frighten us uh, greatly. <laughs> not that, you know, just showing up as a shadow is enough to frighten anyone and does, uh, but that the wearing of the hat may be um, a way of sort of camouflaging uh, the skull or the head uh, where it may be misshaped or misformed that, that maybe they haven't perfected uh, you know, the, the human persona so when they come into this dimension they can't quite get it right you know, again this was a, a theoretical discussion that's all it could be we, we were, weren't here to provide any proof um, we were only here to shed light on the shadow You know, I've been asked on several occasions, you know, why do you cover this subject so frequently? Well, I don't think I cover it that much, but I I, I do find it intriguing. Uh, Not only do I find it intriguing, but, you know, again, because I'm running into so many people that are invariably having these experiences, don't know where to put it, didn't know that it even had a name, and depending on the individual can be quite taunted by it traumatized even. And so my hope is that in sharing this information with a broader audience, uh, maybe you out there that that have been having these experiences, or maybe you only had it once, can say, aha, it's not just me. I'm not going crazy. (sighs) Um, No, you're not. There is a phenomenon. I don't know that we'll ever truly know what it is completely but it's a phenomenon. And as many of you know, for me, it's about exploration and investigating, not for the sake of curiosity, for curiosity's sake, but to try to understand a little bit more, just a tad bit more about our reality, that which we dance with every day. We know that there is much more to reality that meets the eye, that meets all the physical senses. You know, I was saying to someone the other day, a very common uh, metaphor, not really a metaphor. It's it's literal. <laughs> Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Take Wi Fi, for instance. Uh, can't see it. But you know, it's making something work for you, huh? Electricity, same thing. We don't know how it works. But we know we can get it to work. Works for us. So as um, is typically my mantra. Keep an open mind because the mind is like a parachute, you know, it doesn't work unless it's open. So thank you for uh, tuning into to, to uh, my little post script called conscious commentary after the show. And hey, if you haven't tuned in to this uh, show on shadow people and the gin, I urge you to do so. You can do so a number of ways, um, either on this website, higherjourneys.com. We're now airing full shows on YouTube. And of course, you can tune in as always on iTunes and Stitcher. So thank you for listening. Once again, until next time, I am your host of Conscious Inquiry, Alexis Brooks. Take care.